Do you watch the, uh, do you ever do the uh, featured holes? Uh, no. I'm talking about golf, by the way. No, I, I gamble a lot on the TPC, though. <laughs> That's the one, this is the one tournament that I will actually go to the 17th featured hole and just watch everybody, whether they dominate it or it's just pure misery. There are that course, uh, which I would love to play. I've uh, walked part of it. There are some really, really nice holes, but 17, of course, the Island Green mm-hmm. gets all the attention. Uh, it's a really, really good course, and I was looking here at the Golf Channel. The setup today is going to be kind of interesting. I mean, there's $4.5 million that are on the line. Yeah. So I took Max Homa, who is the best iron player right now on the tour. Yeah. Good left to right, right to left guy. Got him at plus 2,000. I got Jason Day as well. a top 10 lock. He's playing really good. You know, I mean, it would be easy to go like a Scheffler and a Rory and maybe Rom bounces back from a bad mm-hmm. weekend last weekend. Um, but we have the TPC for the next couple of days. Do you think as, uh, you know, we're just, uh, where are we going? We you know, knock the ball around the courses here in town. Mm-hmm. Whether Miracle Hill, go out to Shadow Ridge. You like Tiburon or the other public golf courses. I like me some Warren Swigert. I have not been to Warren Swigert in a very, 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 very long time. I usually make it over there a couple of times a yeah. uh, uh, golf season. It's just nice little par three. Yeah. Some holes challenge you. I, I just nice and quiet. You know, check out how the neighbors are doing. Any home improvements in the <laughs> off season? Uh, how well do you think the you and I type golfer would do on seventeen? Just a a, be- um, a, be- a below below amateur. Pretty bad. Trying to hit the seventeen par three Island Green at TPC. I I think pretty bad. Uh, because there's that combination of distance and loft and trying to get it, trying to stick it. Like, I feel like I would come up short because I would try to get too cute with it, with the loft. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think we would fare well. I would be very curious to know what even like a, a 10 to 15, and I know you, it's probably tough for TPC Sawgrass to like track that, but what a 10 to 15 typically shoots on that hole because I would venture to guess there's a lot of players coming up short. A lot of average to below average golfers coming up short there. A lot of alligators that have eaten golf balls. Yes. A lot of fat alligators that Happy Gilmore's probably tried to wrestle a golf ball or two away. Yeah, that that is a course that would definitely be a bucket list. Um we did Scottsdale because you could get on without the stands and everything. It's just, yeah. It's just not the same. You can pretend. Yeah, I mean, you 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 kind of imagine, but it's like, Neh. it's like if you go play golf and just have the masters music in your head. Right. Here. Now, see Augusta, I could care less if there was a gallery or not. Well, obviously there wouldn't be a gallery, but Matt, Augusta, I'd probably, I'd get lost in like the field of dreams, like feeling of oh my gosh, here's Nick Hanley at fourteen. I mean, just the the way that the landscape around it. Yeah, I, like, I don't think you even need a gallery to really appreciate that. Yeah, like. When, you know, Frost and Davidson take you down to Augusta, Nick, and in August, they don't have the stand still up. Yeah, it's, it's it kind does, of a bummer. does look a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, Steve Sippel will join us. Maybe he can figure out looking ahead. Again, I think Nebraska basketball season is over. I feel that way. I get the sense that Hoiberg kind of felt that way last night. They lost to uh, Minnesota 16-16. and 16. 
Jeff in the stream said that they're still in the NIT bracketology for which what it's one? Worth. You got to know which one. Our, our guy John N Y buckets our friend. Okay, so he said. Oh, okay. Right. He tweeted last night that he said it's gonna be tough. I mean, oh, they, that tells me I mean, all they, I need to know. I mean, that might be they, they might be a road game. Um, the local watering hole, the Bark and Crow, which also doubles as an NIT bracketology, does not have Nebraska in there. So, what is the starting five for next year? Oh, I'll uh, sip that. Speaking of uh, golf, so there is the story, and I'm not sure if it's a big story or it's just a big story because it's Tiger, but it's a strange story. So Tiger's in some legal trouble. His ex-girlfriend? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have, they, have they announced that they are officially separated? I didn't know that they were It will separated. be now. Yeah. They had no idea. Okay, so she is suing because she would like to be released from her non-disclosure agreement. This is this is a weird setup, but it, maybe it because it's Tiger, it makes perfect sense. So this came out yesterday, because um, she was at one point, wasn't she his fiance? Did they did they make it that far? I, I, see that I didn't know. I just knew she was by his side pretty much at everything here recently. I didn't know if they went as far as going from girlfriend to engagement or they're going steady. I don't, I, I don't know. I just knew that that was Tiger's woman. Well, she's not his woman. <laughs> yes. Nope. Well, no, but yes. Uh, well, a lawsuit can typically water down a relationship. Unless they're into that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you'd label her as an ex-girlfriend, not a fiance. <laughs> um, they ended their relationship in October. She filed legal complaints against Woods over a non-disclosure agreement and also a residency at Woods' home in uh, Hobie Sound, Florida, which nice, nice little golfing uh, community. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she would like the court's judgment on the extent of the NDA, which she believes is unenforceable. Um, she alleges of a hasty breakup and is suing uh, for her right to seek damages for the remaining five years of an alleged oral tenancy, tenancy agreement. So they basically duped her. She left the house and she couldn't get back in. So I got lots of questions here. I think she has some dirt. I think she would like to have this waived so she can talk about her relationship with Tiger. Oh, boy. Yep. But my other question about this is, so she gets kicked out of this house. And she would like to provide some details. Was she a nanny? What was this relationship that... She had to sign a non-disclosure right. agreement on a relationship living in the house. Like there was a set amount of years. Was she a nan- nanny? Was she a girlfriend? Was she a, a frequent? I mean, I got questions here because this is very odd. And if I'm Tiger, I'm probably going to fight this. I don't want this out there. But also, how many other people do you know that if you're going to get in a relationship with, you have to sign a non-disclosure right. agreement? I can tell you, I've had a lot of relationships in my life. <laughs> never an NDA? I've, I've never had that. Have you ever thought about it? You're like, mm. I thought if you were going to say... If doesn't go well, maybe I, I need this person to... Now, there, there is some history to this on the University of Nebraska-Lincoln campus with athletes. There are some athletes that have I had a non-disclosure in. agreement if you're in a relationship with them. Is this like the the Dunder Mifflin? Uh, you got to sign a relationship contract if you're dating someone within the office. Like, 
It's also a relationship agreement on the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> relationship agreement's a period. But, well, there was the, um, it's completely not having to do with relationships, but I mean, when I think of NDA, I think of what Sean Watson was trying to have masseuses sign. Yeah, it's, so the only thing I can make sense of if she wasn't, well, no, I guess it would be kind of in the same neighborhood, though. If you have children involved, obviously Tiger's children are living with him. I don't know what he and Elon's total agreement is. I'm sure they have shared custody, as far as I know. That I wonder if maybe that was a condition from Elon Norgren of if you are going to have you know any long-term girlfriend live in the house. I don't know. I mean, just to protect the children, maybe? Well, there is more to this. So according Ooh. to her allegations, so this is how she found out she's in a got-to-go situation. The agents of the trust... Yeah. So they convinced her to pack a suitcase for a short vacation. When <laughs> right. she showed up at the airport, they told her she had been locked out of her residence in violation of the oral tenancy right. agreement and in violation of Florida law. This is non compliance. What is going on? Yeah. They this is what she alleges that the trust agents attempted to justify their Ill- illegal conduct by paying for a hotel room and certain expenses for a short period of time, having successfully locked her out of her home and frightened her away from returning. The complaint alleges that Herman's belongings were removed from the residence and cash in excess of $40,000 was misappropriated. She is seeking monetary damages for being removed from the right to live at the property as a tenant per the alleged agreement. So it was she a roommate? Was she a girlfriend? Again. Um, Should we try and get her on if she succeeds in this? <laughs> well, so reasonable rental value of the residence is likely to be measured in excess of $30 million. Wow. Good work if you can find it. So Tiger doesn't want any discussion about their relationship to be out there. But is is she is is she a, just a nanny to his kids? I, I think I she would. She had an agreement to live in the house, yeah. like for a certain amount of time. That doesn't strike me as a girlfriend because no, I don't want. If I'm not, if I'm not with you. You you got to go situation. Well, you should be able to come and go as you please, unless you are married. At the very least, engaged, right? Depending on the things that maybe you and I would say to our significant others of, yeah, that like we're, we've reached an understanding on our living arrangements. Maybe Tiger is so meticulous to every little thing and every little detail that if... Which he is. And, and he should be, given his worth. Maybe everything he does needs... Some type of non-disclosure agreement. Just in case someone would maybe want to, um, you know, smear his name or if something that they felt was, I, I don't know. I, like, it, this is just, I, I can't tell if this is something that is maybe more common than what it appears to be given Tiger's status. Or if there is, it kind of, I, I kind of went to the same place you went. If there is something that, she knows about Tiger that he refuses to let see the light of day. Because that's initially what it sounds like. Maybe this is way more common than any of us would imagine when it comes to somebody of that profile, especially when you are in a a broken marriage and there are kids involved and you might have a girlfriend that is living at your home. It could be something as simple as trying to protect the kids, but it's bizarre. Yeah, what went wrong here? They they were seen a lot in public. Yeah. Like I had were, no idea they broke up. They were a thing. 
Had no idea they broke up. Nothing was, you know, when Lindsey Vaughn and Tiger quit dating, that was a big deal. And I get it. Lindsey Vaughn's a little bit more in the, the mainstream media and a little bit more of a focal point than, than what his recent ex-girlfriend is. But, yeah, that, I mean, you knew when that ended. She was there. Had no idea. She was there every step when he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. This this person, nanny, whatever? Yeah. Hmm. Weird. I mean, I feel bad calling her the nanny. Yeah, because Fran Drescher is the nanny. It's like, it's, like, right. it's like, are you sleeping with a nanny? But, uh, I mean, maybe she, maybe that's she how they got a, to meet each other. She has an agreement? Yeah, that's weird. Of how many years she's going to live in the house? Yeah. That is, I don't think common. That is. That's a baller breakup move, though, to convince someone <laughs> to pack a suitcase yeah. and go to the airport. Yep. Don't worry, you're going on a vacation. You get there. We would like to inform you that you have been locked out of your residence in Pond. But for your troubles, you win a. Well, we are going to put you up room. in a hotel. But how awkward is it? Shouldn't shouldn't like Tiger say, "Hey, we're going on a trip." Instead, it's someone that yeah, it's like I just trust. I just have this uh, vision. I know it's uh, not Secret Service like a, people, but a I have a vision of like a cat or something, like two guys in in a black suit with. You know, aviators on that show up and say, you are going on a vacation. You need to follow us immediately. There's nothing seedy about that. I mean, some people break up with your girlfriend or your wife over a text. Why would you have a wife? But you can break over text. Yeah, this is taking <laughs> it to another level. Tiger sends you to the airport. And, sends his trust. And they're like, oh, trust you're people. done. Yeah. Door's locked. You're not coming back. Send some bacon associates. There is uh, David. Good morning, David. Hey, what's happening, fellas? Hey, David, how you doing? I'm all right. Sorry, I ain't called in a while. I've been a little busy, but this Tiger Wood thing kind of brought me out of the woodwork a little bit. My man is hes kind of a gangster, I tell you. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up on the golf course with some gators next court. Next, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and then by the way, the Dunder Mifflin thing was just a relationship disclosure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah. know. As the great Michael Scott said, one next thing you know, she's your ho no mo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> I think that's the way it goes. But uh, I wanted to, I wanted to bring up uh, high school basketball. I heard you guys talk a little bit about it. I'm a little disappointed I didn't hear more about Gretna Lincoln Southeast because I think they're both got some real talent on their teams. But you know, I, I guess more of the part I lean towards is kind of getting the question for you guys on if the gap is closing between the Omaha Metro and the Lincoln schools because. I feel like, you know, with some kind of big names leaving the Omaha Metro, mm-hmm. Lincoln's basketball scene's gotten better. And you got, you know, Chuck Love and Frager and all those guys in Lincoln Southwest and Southeast still got some real talent on their team, even though a couple guys might be going. And then, uh, you know, you look at um, <clears throat> Lincoln North Star, you know, some of these schools, they got Lazarus Houston is a baller. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it just is. So I, I kind of wanted to talk to you guys a well, little bit and see what you thought about so, that gap so you know, closing a bit. Well, so, so I the, the the four that are playing in the semifinals, I don't think are going to go anywhere. The, those four, no. those four programs are going to be fine. We worry about what's going to happen with OPS schools. But to your point about Lincoln, and and I'm glad you brought up Chuck Love because I, I mean, geez, every time I look, I think he's at Mizzou uh, on a uh, visit. Is they have made it a year round sport in Lincoln. Um, you know, look at the number of facilities to play basketball year-round or organizations in Lincoln that have been put online in the last four to five years. And there are some really good head coaches also in the Lincoln public schools, especially in Class A. So I think they have started to close that gap. And you see more Lincoln kids that are actually playing here in Omaha AAU, which helps them as well. So 
Is the gap closing? Uh, I think it a little bit, but it's still pretty wide. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. There's still some, uh, there's still some things to do because Bellevue, Bellevue West and Millard North. I mean, at this point, they're just going to keep reloading. Yep. Um, you know, every year. I mean, you see it this year with what Millard North did. Yeah, they lost some, some big names, but bringing in guys like Pykowski. I mean, hell, even Jacob Martin would be a starter in most teams in, in the state. And he's had to learn to kind of take a, a role, which I think speaks a lot, because I think he may have gotten kind of a bad, maybe a little bad publicity, you know, for some yeah. character things, yeah. uh, being a little selfish. But what he's done this year has been completely unselfish. And mm-hmm. so I think yeah, beyond the game and the sport, you know, it, it really helped him, in my opinion, and I think it helped him with uh, from a character standpoint. Um but, you know, these teams will keep reloading. I just really like the, some of the youth that's coming up in the Lincoln yep. games. You know, I was telling people all year this year, don't be surprised if some of the biggest challengers are from Lincoln. Now, as it turns out, I mean, you still got the Splash Brothers and Gretna and, <laughs> um, you know, with Will Cox yep. and going a little nuts this year, too, even during the summer. But, um, you know, I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, Westside, they're going to lose Oddbody and, you know, he, he, whether – he didn't. People didn't think he performed to the, his capability this year. I don't think that's the case. He's just a very solid player. Who, and, and uh, you know, I, I know Hanley mis- mentioned Kevin Stubblefield. The kid's a, he's been a baller. Like you know, he yep. just never really got the opportunity until this year. He got a little hurt, but you know, the kid can put buckets in. And, and I don't think people realize how well he can actually even shoot the three because he hasn't even done it. Mm-hmm. As much as he can. Yeah, so, his role will be you know, definitely a name to keep an eye on. Yeah, his role will be different next year. No doubt. Sure. No doubt. But hey, I appreciate it, guys. Hey, David, thanks for the uh, phone call. And Tiger showed up in Gators. That's that's amazing. <laughs> and back to Chuck Love. So Chuck's at Lincoln Southwest, and he's a he's a bucket getter. I mean, he, when you need a bucket, you go to Chuck Love. I just I not really joking. Every time I see him, he's at Mizzou, the University of Missouri. <laughs> So this is on the heels, and, and hey, Dennis Gates has flipped Missouri basketball. And it's good to see that Missouri is like in this area. Now, I'm going to upset some people with football because Eli Drinkwitz, who has identified the Omaha area right mm-hmm. when he walked in the door, he, he told, Drinkwitz told a lot of people that when they were recruiting Fedoni, they thought they had Fedoni, that they were going to beat Michigan and Nebraska for him. And Drinkwitz, you know, made more than a handful of trips to Council Bluffs, they thought they had a good shot with him, and they recruited him hard. And they have hung around the Omaha area in recruiting. I mean, you're five hours away from Columbia. You're an SEC school. They just offered Christian Jones at Westside. Caleb Pifrom, who the big offensive lineman at Omaha Central, who Iowa is coveting. I think Nebraska's a little bit further down. Mizzou thinks they have a good shot with him. Don't be surprised. Danny Kalen is the number one quarterback on Mizzou's current board. That is, a, you know, that they're pursuing. It's just Mizzou is Mizzou is trying to make inroads into the Omaha Lincoln area. But Chuck Love is someone to watch. And then today, so not an A school, but basically a bedroom community of Lincoln, which I think is a good job as Norris because how many people work in Lincoln, yeah. but live in Norris. They don't want to, you know, a lot of nice I know places in North. There. So Jimmy Motes has got a really good gig. Oh, I think and they, they're going to start two freshmen today, and they got a sophomore. They got some dudes, and they've got they got some eighth graders that are going to be freshmen at Norris next year. Yeah. So, so Lincoln, 
because I think there is, and this has to happen with LPS. Here in the Omaha area, for schools that go all in on sports, it usually starts with your superintendent, and then it trickles down to your principal, and then your athletic director, and there is a concerted effort to be very good across the board in all sports. Okay? To hire the right coaches, to give the coaches resources that they can build their programs and be successful year after year. Now, you got to recruit a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's part of the game. Yeah. I don't care if you're an OPS school or you're at Miller North or Westside. That's part of the game. Is happening in Lincoln is coaches have been banging on this drum in football and basketball for the longest time about, man, we got to have some tools to compete against the Omaha schools. Well, now they got a lot of resources that are away from the school that allows you to play your sport mm-hmm. year-round. But I also see that there are more principals and athletic directors that are like, you know what? Yeah, sports across the board, we can be good in this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not going to say, oh, no, no, no. We don't want that to dominate the landscape like some of you Omaha schools. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make an effort and we'll give you resources. So that's good for the whole sport, especially in Class A and boys basketball, because it has been one-sided when it comes yeah. to what goes on in this Omaha area. The other concern, and, and maybe we'll do a, a sideshow on this, is how do you get OPS turned? Because mm-hmm. OPS is, especially in basketball, boys basketball, um, is took a major step back this year. You you brought up Norris. I mean, Central, Central and Central. I, I leave out the two new high schools, but Central and Bryan essentially are the ones that I have the most confidence in moving forward. And Bryan. Yeah, it's saying something too. You know, Norris. You just made me think of it too, because when I was in Columbus, and I, I'm a little bit more plugged into the baseball community when it came to that. Like I witnessed the Norris uprising with my my very own eyes when I was out in Columbus, and I remember asking, like, how is this taking place? Like all of a sudden, Norris, you know, you know Hickman and Firth. Like, how is that happening in those communities? And they, and they told me about it. you know it's a lot of the Lincoln spillover. But I would see, you know, the guys like, you know, the Hoods and then the, the Jackson Reitz, and you'd yeah. see these great athletes. Well, the fountains right now. Yeah, and, and they're, but they're not only great baseball players, but they're really good on the football field, really good on the basketball court, too. I mean, a lot of these cross-trained athletes that, and that was the thing, it was athletes, but you're getting a lot of the Lincoln spillover, and now you've seen that thing kind of well-established, too. It was interesting to see as that thing sort of came to fruition they really haven't lost a beat. And when Jimmy got that job over there too, I thought, man, he's he's getting himself into a pretty good gig there. That's a that's a really good gig because they've got athletes. They really have not looked back too. It's it's impressive. All right. Sips coming next, does not live in Norris, but he's been to Norris. <laughs> he's been to Cortland. Been to Firth. Firth. Just fun to say more than anything. Spent a lot of time in college, one five week stretch in Cortland. You? Me and her. Okay. Oh. She lived in Cortland. Smell what you're cooking. I was going to say, you're shacked up somewhere. And That's a segment answer, of its own. Answer well, my question. To her? Did you have to sign an NDA? Or did she have to sign an NDA? No. Okay. I completely forgot her name. <laughs> so she, she wasn't the one who got away then. I know she lived in Cortland. <laughs> I thought, wow, this is a small town. All right, Sip's next.